Hi, everybody in podcast land and also on YouTube. I'm David. I'm Riley. And I'm Madison. What? And this is the Carpool Critics Podcast, where today we're going to talk about 2021's The Suicide Squad. With the the in, in front of it. And somehow the makes all the difference. It does. And we have special guest Madison with us today. Hi. Madison, welcome. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. How do you feel? I am a little bit nervous. Yeah. But I'm I'm very excited. I really like your Harley Quinn little heart. Thank you. Should have put damage the though. Thematic. Oh, I guess that's Joker. <sighs> I dressed up also. Yeah, I was considering getting Wait, that. Uh, oh, and then I also have my little rat friend. Oh, <laughs> rat catcher too. Could you guys believe that Ratcatcher One was Taika Waititi? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah, we're gonna yeah, get we'll there. Get we'll get that. there. Uh, if you're part of our convoy, what are we doing next week? Do we even know? We will tell you right now. Free guy. Oh man, I can't wait to Cover talk about that movie. <laughs> wow, it's going to be so good. But today it's all about but, Suicide Squad. So, David, what did you think about Suicide Squad? Thank you, David. <laughs> <laughs> we're really having a hard time without James here. I know we're lost. <laughs> They started at the bottom. Now the whole team fucking here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <The suicide laughs> what? The Suicide Squad is the first time a DCEU movie is just plain better in basically every way than its Marvel counterpart. Whoa. Eight, eight out of ten. Whoa, 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 whoa. What is its Marvel <laughs> yeah, counterpart? Yeah, what's the Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, oh. You have to say two. Yeah. I don't know if it's better than one, but it's definitely better than two. Oh, man. And this I... I enjoyed this. I knew I was going to like it. I knew there was enough pieces here that I'm like, this is this is something I'm going to like. Yeah. But I laughed. I cared. I felt I was very into this. Oh, man. Okay. Wiley. I know. I mean, Wiley or Riley. Okay. So, like, I didn't, I, I feel like I would have written a different slogan. I wrote this, like, in the moment, but this was my feeling. This was my feeling right after seeing it, okay? What the hell, DC? How are we supposed to break the Disney monopoly on pop culture with this? Why is this so hard? I'm giving it a 6 out of 10. That's not that bad. But yeah, because like, it, it is enjoyable, mm -hmm. but I feel like I just had a hard time with it. Like yeah. It's, it's a, the two words that I think I would describe it most as are cringe and extra, <laughs> which can be real fun sometimes, and there is fun in yeah. it. There's lots of fun. There's lots Certainly of funny humor. Certainly extra. Certainly but extra. But cringe and extra. Madison, what about yourself? Based AF. I'm reading my notes off my phone. I'm not being rude. Yeah, I don't promise. Get, don't, don't be mad. Uh, the Suicide Squad wanted to be a gory comedy, but it felt like a horror movie. It kept me interested, but also drove me to feeling ill in my seat. Also, they killed so many birds, so I'm forced to give it a 6 out of 10. Yeah! Fair enough. They do right? kill birds. That's like the first thing that happens in this movie. I, I felt bad. In the movie yeah. theater, I whipped my <gasps> phone out, and I was like, <laughs> no! I wrote, there's a bird in the first two yeah. minutes. 10 out of 10. But then, okay, so to me, I really like what that promises and tone because like at first you're like well it's gonna be really dark this dude just like whipped a ball at a bird and killed it but within the first 10 minutes that bird is eating that guy yeah and that's like that's the kind of movie this is where it's dark and twisted but like the good guy wins the it's bird the bird gets but it was a gets different it. bird Yo, but and then the bird but all birds choked are on the same. his corpse there's only one soul for birds it didn't choke yeah it did it didn't no. die no it was fine it swallowed oh, was it oh it was just that's, oh, that's just how, how birds eat never mind <laughs> <laughs> i, I forgot down. how birds eat and speaking of how people eat it's time to talk about our sponsors. Oh, so we can eat. Yeah. Uh, we're brought to you by Private Internet Access VPN. They let you hide your IP address so you can bypass geo restrictions and censorship. You can connect up to 10 devices at once, and it includes an internet kill switch. Gunshots, lots of things. Uh, if your VPN gets disconnected involuntarily, PIA is available for Windows, Mac, Android, iOS, and even as a goddamn Chrome extension, so check it out at lmg.gg slash carpoolpia. We're also supported by Manscaped. 
and their performance package kit. It comes with a ton of stuff including the Lawnmower 4.0 waterproof trimmer with advanced skin safe technology which helps reduce nicks and cuts. It also has their crop preserver ball deodorant uh, the Weed Whacker nose trimmer, and they have an ear trimmer too. Some people need those. I do. And the Shears 2.0 Luxury Nail Kit. Nails are technically hair too, I think. It's I'm the same. It's like the same. Carotene. There you go. So if you eat carrots, you don't get nails. Exactly. Head to manscaped.com slash carpool20 today and get 20% off plus free international shipping along with the Shed travel bag, which I hear is really, really I, nice. I just use it for you travel. You and James have one, I guess. Yeah, I, it's I don't great. think I have one. I know. I need a lawnmower. I still have my 3.0. I want a 4.0. When are they going to give Gotta me upgrade. a ball shaver? I'm sure if you asked for one, they would give it to you. You know what the kill switch would have been? What? I'll kill any amount of women, children, men for internet privacy. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. I thought that was going to be... Oh, oh. For, for liberty. For liberty, but yeah. for internet for, privacy. Yeah. Great. Uh, he was an interesting addition, John Cena. I John Cena is like my chosen father. John that Cena I'll never... was in this movie? I couldn't <laughs> see him. Ah! Was... Ah! Wait, is that a joke? That's a joke. That's like the meme is you can't see can't me. Oh. Uh, okay. It was wrestling? Uh, is that a wrestling? Yeah. I'm guessing so. Yeah. But uh, I don't know about wrestling. I mean, I don't either. I only know we, memes. It's a meme. We can go through this whole. <laughs> Madison, <laughs> Madison knows a lot of pop culture references that other people know because they saw the movie. Madison just saw the meme. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Honestly, that's all I need to know the context of like. Sonic, that's that like bad cartoon drawing of a, of a yeah. blue guy, right? I mean, Idris Elba's now going to be Knuckles. Seems like an interesting choice. Idris Elba's just. Everything. So right. handsome. Like the, tangents, the tangents are starting early. I'm going to get us back on track okay. by Do doing the synopsis. Here's what happens. <laughs> so when the island nation of Corto Maltese is taken over by an anti-American regime, Amanda Waller sends two teams of captured supervillains to destroy Jotunheim, a lab holding the secretive experiment known as Project Starfish. Team one is immediately slaughtered, with Rick Flagg and Harley Quinn as the only survivors. But team two, composed of Bloodsport, Peacemaker, King Shark, Polka Dot Man and Ratcatcher 2 enters the country undetected. They find Flag at a rebel camp after mistakenly slaughtering most of the Freedom Fighters. <laughs> the squad then captures the Thinker, a scientist in a, in charge of Project Starfish, and are later joined by Quinn after she escapes from the Corto Maltese government, which plans to use Project Starfish against other nations. Breaking into Jotunheim using the Thinker, the squad rigs the facility with explosives while Flag and Ratcatcher enter the underground lab discovering a giant alien starfish called Starro that can take control of humans with tiny copies of itself. The thinker reveals that America has secretly been funding his experiments using Corto Maltese citizens as test subjects. Flag takes a hard drive with this information, but before he can give it to the press, he's killed by Peacemaker, carrying out secret orders from Waller to cover up America's involvement. Ratcatcher grabs the drive and tries to flee, but before Peacemaker can kill her, Bloodsport shoots him and takes the drive. With the explosives going off, Starro escapes the destroyed laboratory, kills the Thinker and much of the military, and begins taking control of the island's population. Bloodsport ignores Waller's orders to retreat and leads his team into battle with Starro, but before Waller can execute the squad remotely, she's knocked out by her subordinates. Polka Dot Man is killed, and Harley pierces a hole in Starro's giant eye, allowing Ratcatcher to send a horde of rats to chew Starro to death from the inside. <laughs> Using the drive as leverage... Bloodsport then forces Waller to release him and his teammates. Wow. It was a ride. And did you stay for the end credits? I did. I, yeah. was, I watched it at home, so. I, it didn't really, well, the first one's good. There Is that the John Cena one? So there's, yeah, there's, there's two um, sort of 
mid credits. There's yep. a mid credits and then a post credits. And the mid credits one is they show that Weasel, which yes, is, which I oh, didn't even get to yes. mention. I love in the him. synopsis, but I was like, I was so disappointed that he was what, alive. That he wasn't more in the movie. Oh, I know. It's, it's so he funny. Was so ugly. funny. I was so relieved when he got killed. <laughs> in the first. Really? Oh, I thought I he was, was like, so thank funny. Thank goodness I don't have to look at that thing anymore. I, I agree. I think if you had too much of him, it would definitely be overbearing. But they, it's just the right amount that I want more of him. Yeah. What, what does that? Uh, what does Flag say? He's like, he's like oh, he's, he's a good guy. Uh, I guess he killed 27 children, but he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and he's yeah. just like, <laughs> <laughs> I just love, I don't know. I love, the I love the character. He's just like, why is he here? You don't even know yeah. what his powers are. If he has powers, as far as we know, as yeah. far, it looks like he's just yeah. literally like maybe a human who got yeah. mutated into a weasel. Well, and he's the first to die. I let's talk about that intro <laughs> sequence. I think it's incredible. Yeah, it is. The, there's something so special that they invested so much time and money into the like trailers of these characters. Like mm. Javelin Man is in the trailer and he's right. like, he's like, oh, I really feel like I have a great character. And I Flula, Flula, yeah, Flula Borg. Yeah. And same with like uh, Pete Davidson's like talking about his great, like his, his depth and like, oh, we really got to do justice. Oh, did they do that? Yeah, They had a trailer. Where it was like I... the character trailer. And then they fucking killed That's him in the so first funny. 10 minutes. I didn't minutes. even see any of that oh stuff. Did you like that? I loved okay, it. Okay, because I have a very, I have the opposite. Okay, opinion. tell I me about it. I hated it. You hate that they died early? Yeah, I was like, what was the point of like building up these characters and, and also bringing back some characters from the previous movie like and being Boomerang. like, we're continuing this story. This is our cinematic universe. And then killing them in the first five minutes. I'm well, like. It's, it's setting the tone, I there's think. There's definitely a meta uh, conversation here or like a meta environment in which this is taking place which is that like everyone knows the first suicide movie was kind of shit yeah so like they they know going in that that has that reputation so i think bringing back the characters and then like killing half of them is kind of a way to acknowledge that hey we know that you weren't super attached to these people i mean like Captain rick flag survives yeah. i guess and harley quinn obviously has to survive but then why put them in the in the trailers and stuff if you're like hey we know people don't like these characters we're going to use them in all well, of no, our advertising I think, yeah i think it's part of the meta characters. this thing is part of the meta where they and it, it to me it fits the idea of like the suicide squad where like if they're setting it they're setting the expectation for the audience where like People are gonna die. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people mm -hmm. are gonna fucking die. No in this one is movie. safe. Even and, though uh, I think they even all. though they and because like even in, within the movie they set up these people and they spend a little bit of time like being like TDK. What does that stand for? And he like he's like TDK. It stands for TDK. What's <laughs> what's your name's just a bunch of letters? <laughs> yeah, and names are a bunch of letters. Like it's got a really strong opening. I'll say that. Yeah. Because I, what I also don't understand why. So like. Suicide Squad. Obviously, everyone is technically disposable. That's why it's called yeah. the Suicide Squad. But the one guy who was leaving, the Marksman Man, I don't remember his name. Marksman the, Man. Like Michael Worker with the, the bad wig? Yeah. Yeah. He Savant? Was like, he, yeah, Savant. He's like leaving, trying not to die. And then he just gets exploded. Yeah. Well, well it's because the they're, they're setting it up. Because like yeah. that's if they did leave the mission, because that's what they want to do, they just blow them up. Yeah, they have an but, explosive but I'm thinking, how many convicts are there really that they're that they can use for these oh missions. they got lots just... yeah, it's a superhero universe yeah oh, okay so i actually i guess that makes sense i was listening to another um a podcast that was talking about like dc's roster of mm -hmm. heroes and mm -hmm. apparently i they might have been talking about marvel i'm not sure but like both dc and marvel have like literally thousands of characters yeah in their like wiki of characters <laughs> yeah. and so Suicide Squad is all about these like more minor characters that most people don't really care about. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of like plucking them out of obscurity and being like, hey, you were like a minor Batman villain in the 60s <laughs> and no one's heard about you since then. But 
you got captured and now you're in prison. And so like all of these people have been captured. Yeah. And so it's like, no one cares about them. But so they can, the, 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 the threat of death is real. Yeah. Just I think that's a, one of the things yeah. I really like though, is how they treat those characters. Cause like, they're not just jokes, even though the, even the ones that die, like they, they treat them with some kind of respect, like polka dot man could be a yeah. fucking joke. But yeah. he's like, no, he's like a real dude and he's doing his thing. And like, he's got issues and yeah. he is a joke. Uh, but the best joke in the whole movie is that reoccurring joke of his mom being I everything mean, he sees. I don't know if it's the best joke. It's in the not movie, the best. But it's definitely it's re- good. It's a good reoccurring joke. Yeah, and I, uh, the payoff at the end when it's, he sees the starfish as his mom, and she's just like <laughs> smashing. So that, that was, the, was so. That was good. the only time that I did laugh at the joke. Oh yeah. Because yeah. the first few times it shows uh, his mom, like he sees yeah, his mom yeah, yeah. everywhere. I'm just kind of like, oh. Yeah, I agree. I think it's kind yeah. of like the woman is sort of like a funny looking actor. So that was like a good casting. What roasted. Well, I don't know. That's why they cast Roaster. her. Call her out. And so then at the end, yeah, the end. Uh, um, also, I didn't give a spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler alert. Obviously, spoiler yeah, alert. Um, listen to the podcast before. At the end, when Starro in his mind is replaced with a big like oh that was image of his mom so wrecking the t- the city and stuff. Yeah. To me, that was the punchline of that joke. It was yeah. like oh, for building sure. Up, for and sure. Then I was for like, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then I love. I think the movie does a really good job not undercutting itself too much because I think like that's a complaint of the Marvel movies and certainly the Guardians movies where. They undercut the serious moments too much. But uh, this movie, I, I think, takes itself seriously in the right ways. But that moment when Polka Dot Man's like, I'm a superhero! And yeah. then he gets, like, smashed right away. I'm I was a like, goddamn yeah. superhero! Yeah. I, was like, I absolutely was not expecting that to happen. Yeah. And I was oh, like... Oh, really? I, I feel that. like I saw it coming. And yeah. I, I'm I'm usually someone was, who just does not predict things. I was, I was like, oh my god. This is, Polka Dot Man's gonna be in, like, the next movie or something. I think just the framing. The framing uh, of the shot. You know? When yeah. it cuts, like, he, he succeeds and then we cut back and yeah. we're, like, we are with Bloodsport in yeah. that shot. He's, like, in the foreground and yeah. Polka Dot's way over in the background and I'm like, oh, he's gonna get some... He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna sure. die. Although, one thing about Polka Dot Man, I think he is one of the best parts of the movie for sure because funny. he's this really obscure hero that I, no one even has even heard yeah. of. No. But he's like, he's weird and he's got a complicated backstory yeah. and you don't even know how his powers really work. Yeah, he just gets like these polka dots appearing under his skin that yeah. are glowing and you're like, what? And then he throws it up and you're like, yeah. ooh, that's kind of cool. The, the the slow reveal of yeah. information about Polka Dot Man is great and it's like all those setups have a great payoff in the end. And uh, that to me is one of the big strengths of the movie that it can take these, you know, lesser known heroes and really make you care about yeah. them because you know we can watch Harley Quinn as much as we uh, as much as we want and she was obviously she's still one of the best parts favorite. of the movie yeah. for sure she she's still best, yeah. she's still one of the best parts of the movie and we'll talk about that but like I think that uh, if they're gonna make more of these what I would like to see is really taking obscure heroes for and sure. giving them actual backstories yeah. and giving them character well, motivations that we care about to me that's when Marvel hit the next level is when they started doing more of the like the C lister characters because they were doing kind of like B lister characters that hadn't, that they hadn't done in movies but once like they hit the Guardians of the Galaxy that nobody except really hardcore people knew yeah that's when there was like oh this is getting really interesting and we're yeah. getting into like the weird stuff and like to me this feels like the first time dc has like been like all right we're like stepping away from batman we're stepping away from superman we're like <laughs> we're doing the weird shit i mean other than the suic- the first one yeah but even then it was like it was deadshot and harley quinn like it was like bigger these are these like the same characters also sort of well it, the, the joke uh, uh, character was supposed to be Deadshot. He was recast as Deadshot. Right. I thought oh. I heard that. But so then, what happened? But then uh, there's a few different things. And eventually it comes down to they want to have the possibility of bringing back Will Smith. And so they're like, okay, let's make him a different character. And James Gunn was the one that proposed, uh, uh, what's his name, Bloodsport? Because yeah. he likes the character. And I think it works well. And I think it's. So there is a DC character called Bloodsport? 
I'm guessing. I don't know. I just, I was so confused because I was like, why? Because I, I had heard that Idris Elba was, was cast in this one and Will Smith wasn't going to be in it. But I was like, if you're going to get a different character in there, why well, just use the ex- like a, almost the same, literally powers. the same character, yeah. but it's a different person. I like I like though that it's they, not they, even that it's not even that they have the same powers or anything, right? Or the same skill set. It it's literally the same character well, yeah, except he's British. Yeah, and the daughter. It, yeah. Deadshot has a daughter. Exactly. That's part of the plot. hundred percent. I I like how they do that in this one. I don't think they deal too long with it, but you get a really good sense of their relationship. Even how like you can tell she's crying for help. That's why she's stealing. She wants to like a have a relationship scene. with her her dad. And then when they get angry at each other because he's like stay away from me and she just wants to have a dad. Yeah. I really felt that in a very short amount of time that they communicate that their yeah, their relationship really effectively. I thought that was a great scene. I really I like I thought it was a great scene and I really wish that they kind of like referenced his relationship with his daughter a bit more in the mm. story because it felt like he was a protagonist. For sure. But there's like one payoff at the end when she sees him on the yeah. TV. She's like, "That's my dad." Yeah, but like, I don't. I just one thing that I was super confused about during this movie was who I'm supposed to really uh, latch on to. Everyone, <laughs> every yeah. single Everyone. person. It's like the first movie. They were like, "This movie did a better job of it," but the first movie was like, "Hey, here's 18 characters. We're gonna give you a little piece of backstory and then kill them." Yeah, I felt like I yeah. latched on to the whole squad, and then uh, I felt really betrayed by Peace Peacemaker. Oh yeah, yeah. I felt like I was I was mad at him, even though like it was totally within his character to do something that would keep the this conspiracy under wraps because that would keep the peace. After they showed him in his tidy whiteies for like three minutes, <laughs> yeah. I was ready for him to go. Really? <laughs> like get off the screen. That's Your enough. time is over. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I do. I feel like he had some good banter with uh, Bloodsport a bit yeah. in the in the beginning when he's like, uh, "I'm just better than you," and he's like, <laughs> "How? How? I do the same thing, but." better he's like oh my I, bullets go into was, your bullet hole like, small, like yeah, i use smaller I bullets like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, go straight I through go your the, bullet holes without touching the i sides. shoot right in the center i shoot more in the center yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah even though yeah they had some good ones i like when they kill uh or they're killing the, all the rebels and he's like nobody likes to show off he's like except when they're showing off like something what they're showing off is so fucking badass and yeah you just i was like fuck <laughs> he's like, that, was, that was one of the like i didn't laugh out loud at allowed a ton in the movie yeah. I mean, it was a comedy, so I did laugh out loud a number of times, but like that was one of the times where I was like, that was good. That was pretty funny. Like, Fuck, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the entire scene where, I mean, I understand, wait, what? what is the main evil lady? She's not evil. She's Waller? Yeah, Waller. Yeah. How, did she, did she not know that those people were like, they had the same goal as them? Huh? What do you mean? Who? So she, she says, go in and like kill everyone you see, get flag back. Yep. If she how how did she not have the knowledge that like they had the same goal and flag wasn't actually well she, she just probably oh. thought they were part yeah, of yeah I don't the, think Waller knew the, that yeah they he was the Maltese army oh, was okay. it Cotto Maltese Porto Maltese so Waller's yeah. just stupid well yeah I like if how they've the, got satellites yeah. and stuff they see a camp but they don't know that it's mm, like the rebels but if they or, have satellites they can see flag I being mean, shirtless and chilling <laughs> and drinking tea so mm. X ray satellites. X- yeah. I like I like how they deal with Wallace better in this movie. Certainly Wallace. better than the last Waller. Sorry, Amanda Wallace Waller. <laughs> Shit. Um, we're in the first one. She's like the head honcho, and everyone respects her. And she's just kind of like uh, I don't know. She felt everyone feels in the first one, but in this one, I like that she is sort of kind of the same thing. She's very like purpose driven. But then when the Suicide Squad decide to be the good guys and like be like we're gonna we're gonna save the day, we're gonna face this giant mm-hmm. starfish and do yep. it. And she's like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm going to kill you. And then everyone turns on her. I I really like that moment. And I think that they just deal with her and use her a lot better within the story. 
I felt yeah. it. I she's felt that moment. She's a lot more of like an actual villain in yeah. this one where it's like, oh, okay. So we are rooting for the bad guys now because they're doing yeah. what's right and they're just going to be punished for yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, in the first one, it, it seemed to be that like Waller is a good guy mm-hmm. and she's a tough good guy, but we're supposed to be kind of like on her side and rooting for the bad guys to see the the good path and go yeah. there instead of and like turn away from their wicked ways. But in this one, it's kind of like, you know, everybody kind of sucks and Waller is part of the American government who has been doing these bad things because they've been secretly funding this research mm-hmm. and the real reason that she's sending them in is to cover up the Americans, you know, cover up the tracks and to stop their enemies from using the same weapon that America's been trying to use. Um, and she so, proves that she's like willing to absolutely go to the any ends yeah. of the earth. She to goes stop dark. This. She's like, I will literally let your daughter rot in prison. Yeah. Yeah. And How would you like that? I mean, I do. I like that about the character because that, she's she was been in the comics for a while, and I think I'm not sure whether she was in the comics first or in the Batman animated series first, but I think that she was introduced uh, in the '90s at some point, and she was always this like badass woman who's like she's you know she's a she's a short woman in a position of authority in the government and like but and she doesn't seem like she would be super powerful and dangerous but really she's one of the most dangerous characters you could ever encounter but to me she wasn't badass she was just annoying in this one yeah it does kind of come off that way especially since i haven't read the comic books or probably like seen the other content she's in it she just aggravated me the entire movie yeah she didn't really have a power moment no it was like the entire movie it was it was like a kid throwing a tantrum where she's like, you're not doing exactly what I want the way I want you to. Yeah. I'm going to blow your fucking brains out. <laughs> oh my God. It did kind of seem like that's she was fair. like losing control in that moment yeah. as well. And when and that's that's kind of against her. She she butts heads with Batman a lot in the animated mm. series. And so Batman is supposed to be this like cold, calculating detective genius who's always a step ahead of everybody. And Waller is also that. Okay. So like they butt heads a lot and she represents the government. And Batman represents like mercenaries yeah, or yeah, not mercenaries, yeah. vigilantes. Vigilante. And so... It seemed kind of weird to have her like lose her shit a little bit in that moment, like you said. Yeah, she's definitely not cool in this movie. Yeah, like, in the she's badass. Yeah. She's cold, but yeah, yeah, cool. she's annoying a bit too. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. It was um, like my least favorite part of the movie, I think, because every time she would come on screen, I'd be like, "What is this bitch gonna do now? <laughs> what dumb thing is she my, gonna say that annoys me?" What if she's the most? This is the character that I maybe like the most and like less now. I think Rick Flagg is the most improved oh character. Oh, what? yeah. Oh, God. In the first one, he's so boring. In this one, he has something. There's something to him. Him and, so. him and Harley Quinn hug. And I went, she is a friend. I oh hate, my God. I hate Joel Kinnaman. See, I don't like that actor. Okay, so I, I have a little Harley? bit. I have a little uh, love in my heart for Joel Kinnaman because uh, I first saw him in The Killing, which is on. Uh, it was a show on AMC, okay. like a really slow burn thriller show, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was really, really good. It was okay. a great show, and he was super, super good in it, especially considering the fact that he's he's Swedish, and he does such a good American accent. Yeah, I had no idea. For some reason, he learned how to do this sort of like lower oh, class yeah. American accent, like really, really, really well, and huh. uh, so I have a little bit of love in my heart, and I was well for Joel Kinnaman, yeah. but I hate the character. He's so lame. I'm bored. Every oh, time really? he's on screen, there's literally nothing he does ever that I'm like, cool or funny, nothing. I think there's a, a little bit more texture to him in this one than there was in the last one. Last one, he was like, his character description was generic army badass guy. Yeah. Whereas in this one, he's kind of got like a more pathetic edge. Pathetic. Uh, yeah. And like he like has a whiny voice and it's got like a little bit of sudden, sudden draw. Like there's a little bit more to him that I found a little interesting. Like he just wasn't 
presented as nothing. Mm. Yeah, like he has, I don't know, his voice cracks a couple times and I'm like, I like this. I just I, like the fact that he's like, like the dad figure because yeah. he's he's there and he's like, these are the kids I'm babysitting right now. Hope none of them die. Yeah. And then yeah. and then he just has to babysit. Because James them. Gunn gave him like he said, yeah, you have carte blanche to like redefine this character as you want. And so he he said he, he wanted did, to make him like stranger. He did he did more than I think you're giving him credit for. Ah, uh, yeah. He maybe. wanted he wanted him to be like strange and more naive and more innocent and like have a better better heart. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think that comes across where he like believes in these people a little bit more instead of being like, oh, I'm tough military guy. All these yeah. fuck motherfuckers. Uh. I mean, th- there is that whole bit in the end where he decides to be good yeah. and like go against orders and release this information. But it really just felt like that kind of came out of nowhere because I hadn't really? seen anything that would set that up at all. I felt I felt like it, it, it fit within his character. I was not like heartbroken that he died, but I was sad. Uh, although the sadness was kind of diminished by the heart puncture i was like "Ooh, i don't like this oh yeah like the little were, the cgi there graphic were so many times in this movie where i literally just had to go like this yeah no fair <laughs> i think sometimes I it works like i think when pete davidson gets his face shot off i think that's like a good like that's shocking that's shocking and i yeah. think that's like that's i didn't enjoy it but i'm like that's a good punctuation to what's about to happen yeah but the the heart thing did nothing for it, it like totally sure. diminished my my emotion like the the i feel like they really um they play their cards uh, very early with yeah. the with the Pete Davidson getting his face shot off yeah. because shot off because I I was shocked and I did like feel something in my body yeah. I was like whoa, whoa. What the, oh god <laughs> but but I don't really ever feel that for the rest of the movie and I, I think it was that, all like spent on that one I think yeah that's certainly the biggest shock I felt a couple times when the when King Shark is like ripping people apart because like he was CG but all the gore stuff is like practical. And oh, so, really? like, <gasps> not all of it, but most of it is, like, really practical. I and they, they no did clue. a huge effort in this movie to do as much practical as they can. Mm. And I think that's part of why I like a lot of the sequences. Uh, and, like, we'll talk about the Harley Quinn escape sequence because I fucking love it. Um, but the, yes. but the, I found, yeah, some of the, 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 the shark tearing people apart or, or eating people I found was kind of shocking uh, See, in I, a good way. Some of that stuff, I feel like there's too much of it. Yeah. That's I didn't, it's a little cringe. I was like... <laughs> It is because it's like I'm gonna need you to look up the definition of cringe. What do you mean? Like I I cringe when I see it. Uh, Never mind. I need to look up the definition (laughs) of cringe. What Uh, I mean, what I mean when I say cringe is like you went. I can. No, no, it's like edgy. No, not edgy. Um, As in like like, it's okay. Wait, are we actually gonna define cringe right now? Let's define cringe. Cringe in the internet sense, I feel, is like. Really, you're doing that? It's yeah. like cliche. It's like over the top. It's it's like a little extra. It's like you're trying too hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's that's fair because they they are. I like the character beats they do with it him. Makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, I like what for the other person. Yeah, yeah, I like what they're trying to do with him. I like they when they introduce him. He's trying to read a book, but he can't read and it's upside down. I'm like, oh, he just wants to be a pure intelligence. And then like he kind of has this vulnerable moment where he's like, I don't have any friends. Like I want friends, and then the yeah. rat catcher kind of connects with him. I do like that, and I like that side of it. But I, I guess in terms of the action, they don't really know what to do with him, and like that's what a shark would do is just like chomp on people. Yeah, so they I, keep doing that. That's fair. I feel like I just meant overall, like the gore in this movie is over the top. There were yeah, yeah. there were, but it should be to me like that's what Suicide Squad has to be. It's, yeah, it has the, to be like I don't remember the first gory. one being this. Gory. It's not though, but that's what I I'm mad at that because it should be like. It's like this is a rated R superhero movie. I feel movie. like it should be. They violent. took out the part I liked, which was like 
the music fitting really well with everything. Oh my oh, god, no! I we're gonna fight. We're gonna fight. You thought the music was good in this one? It's totally fits. What the fuck? What? What? You like the first one when they you just? Like, no, like, I don't you remember like the, the first random one. EDM music over like every scene and like two songs that make sense. What? Wait, in this one? Yeah, there was like. Well, there was a club scene that was I didn't notice the EDM. And then uh, I just hated the music. I feel like you're using that genre term improperly. I think it's not like... (laughs) Oh, yeah, Riley. I don't don't think it's as... Well, first we define cringe. Let's define EDM. I don't remember any single song from this movie. None of them were memorable. Yeah, None of them were like tied Not even like in. the Johnny Johnny Cash. Well, okay, I remember that one. That's the uh, only one. Nope. There's a couple, like there's the Pixie song. Don't there's, know who there's they a are. Couple, there's a couple songs that I'm like, this is good. And it, it doesn't feel as forced as certainly the last Suicide Squad one where it's what like What do you mean clearly for, the, forced? First, forced? It's, it's just See, so clearly inserted after where I, it's like I, it wasn't integrated into the idea. Like, whereas I to me, disagree. James... We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, whereas James Gunn had these, I think these songs in mind while he was doing it. And James Gunn is known to bring music to set. Yeah. And so he had like a lot of the score written before or a lot of the songs picked and he would play that on set as they were doing it. And so to me, to me, especially with that knowledge, it feels more tightly integrated than uh, when Warner Brothers literally was like, but, uh, we have to retool this movie and like make it fun. Yeah. Uh, whereas David Ayer is like, I want to make a fucking dark movie. If right. you didn't know that, would you appreciate it? I think so. I feel like an important part of this conversation is uh, realizing whether we are comparing this movie primarily to uh, Suicide Squad yeah. 1 or Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Because to me, I'm looking at this movie and I'm like, okay, this is James Gunn's first uh, movie again after uh, you know he worked for Marvel and then got canceled for 10-year-old tweets uh, that were uncanceled. jokes. And then he got uncanceled because people were like, oh, they're 10-year-old tweets, it's all right. Yeah. And uh, so now he's back yeah. and I'm comparing this primarily to Guardians of the Galaxy 1 yeah. because I'm like, okay, I want to compare this to James Gunn's really good work. Because like Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 2, I still enjoy, yeah, but it good. was obviously much worse. Yeah, yeah. But Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is it's, one of my favorite Marvel movies. It, I agree. It's so good. And Suicide Squad was is like so, so, so bad. Yeah. So this is a huge improvement over yeah. the first Suicide Squad for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I think yeah. specifically looking at the music and how well integrated Guardians uh, of the yeah. thematically the music was to the Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Like he's got his mixtape. It's from his mom. It's a bunch of 70s, 80s yeah, stuff. But it's hard to, because you're right. Guardians of the Galaxy 1 definitely integrates the music way better. Yeah. Uh, but it's also... Like there's a lot more time and effort put into it, whereas in this, it's just like it's flavor. It's like a, a Zack Snyder thing where it's like we have a couple songs that like Our clearly school. he cares about and wants to feel about. Are you like a Marvel stan? Have you seen like all the mo- all the movies? I feel like I am. A, I mean, I'm not like a stan. Not, like, okay, I will not see, like a super stan, but just like you've I, seen I, them, you know the characters, you sort of know the universe. I would say I'm generally. I don't like calling myself a fan, but like. I, I, you have such... a movie podcast where yeah. you talk about movies, and <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm I like, not a fan. I like a medium, but yeah. but I do like Marvel and what they've done with the MCU. I, yeah. I usually watch most of the Marvel properties when they put them out. What about okay. you, Madison? Are you Matt Marvel? Are you a superhero person? I was gonna wear my Stark Industry sweatshirt, but it was okay. too hot. <laughs> I bought a $900 Iron Man statue. Yeah. Whoa! I yeah, that was like I was like, I'm, oh, so you're I'm a fan. Adult. Yeah, I'm Whoa, like a, a stan. Like, okay, level. no, I I used to be a stan. Now I'm really only into like Spider Man and Iron Man. Mm. But that's mostly just because like Marvel beat a dead horse with a stick and was like every yeah, movie yeah. is gonna be exactly the same right. where it's funny but it's not funny but it's sad. See to but me, it's funny. what Until I they got wait wait. But my crazy. question was yeah, yeah, yeah. my question was so you're a Marvel stan. 
are you as much of a DC Universe fan as you are a Marvel fan? I've had an interesting journey. Oh gosh, Madison. and then I have the same question for you. I, I was a like... huge DC fan. I okay. read the comics. I like uh, Nerd. ingested uh, heavily the every animated series. I was super super into DC for uh, basically until the MCU really started to come into its own around like 2013 and 14 when the, like the movies went from being kind of okay superhero movies to like being like oh they're doing something good here. Yeah. It was 2012. Sure. <laughs> That's the only thing I know. <laughs> Wait, when Avengers came out, Avengers came out. No, but the first Avengers, the first Avengers I came out of the theater being like, eh. "Oh, really? That was the point." Oh, okay. I was well, like, "Well, that was the point where like everyone was like, "Oh, Marvel's a thing." I think yeah, I, I think after it. Age of Ultron Really? Yeah, it was when I, like I really time. started being like, all right, Marvel, this is good. Because before I was just kind of like, these are dumb superhero movies. Yeah. My friends were super, super into them. And after seeing the first Avengers movie, I was like, this is literally like those cheap animated movies that they do from 2D animation and they put direct to DVD. Yeah. It felt mm-hmm. like that, but in a big screen thing. Okay. Yeah. And so, sorry. So anyways, that's, yeah, that's where okay. I'm from. So then you, your opinion on Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I think the MCU is like a, a production achievement. I think that. But are you like, do you care about the care? Are you like. I care. Oh, yeah, I definitely okay. care. And I think that uh, it's one of the most interesting things happening in pop culture. Uh, and like, it's so unique and everyone's trying to copy it. But no one has that secret sauce that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am definitely tired of the like normal stuff. I want the weirder stuff. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like yeah. the. The like Loki multiverse stuff going into Doctor Strange. Like, I want I want it to shift into the weird stuff, like and not just the main kind of line superhero Absolutely. stuff. Like I'm not super <laughs> into Shang Chi because I'm like I feel like it's just gonna be like main he- main line superhero stuff. And so that's I think yeah why I and I like DC stuff, but I've never been super uh, into like the whole thing. It's just like the main characters like Batman or Flash. I really like. I feel like um, all of DC's. Uh, attempts at kind of breaking into a universe have just fallen flat on their face. Oh, absolutely. Especially compared to Marvel. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I've gone from being this, like, hardcore DC fan to being, like, I am still a fan of DC characters and the storylines, and I think there's so much there that they could adapt in a good way, but they have just continually failed to do it in any sort of compelling way. See, I'm, I'm sad that you guys don't like this movie because I feel like this is like the move in the right direction where they're just I, like, they, they've been giving directors the control. Like, I mean, but, like, we got yeah. the Joker and like, I don't think, I, I didn't love that movie, but I love that they let uh, Todd Miller, Todd Howard, whatever his name is, not Todd Howard, that's Bethesda. <laughs> but the, the director of that kind of just do his thing and it's like, it has, it feels like it's got artistic merit because like, that's an expression of one person's vision. Yeah. Uh, and I felt the same with this where it's not like, it doesn't feel like, the studio coalescing behind uh, a bunch of ideas that are going to make money, making this like laser pointed thing that's supposed to get people in seats. It felt like this is James Gunn's weird fucking idea yes. of what a superhero movie can be. And I, I want that. I completely uh, agree. And yeah. so to me, this feels like it's DC kind of course correcting in the way that I'm like, Oh, I could get, get into this, but I mean, yeah, I'm sad that you guys don't like it. I think going back to the MCU versus yeah, yeah, yeah. I we think do like it. Six out of 10. You're right. You're right. But continue. But that's just cause it was like entertaining. I don't well, yeah. know. Okay. But I think maybe I didn't like it as much because I I've never been like Batman. I love Joker. I love Superman. Mm-hmm. I love Metropolis. So it's like <laughs> I went into it not knowing any of these characters before, not mm-hmm. knowing that they were even minor characters, not really caring at all about the universe they could theoretically be building. Yeah. So it's like I went in purely for just entertainment factor. Yeah. And like it was entertaining, but also but I think maybe maybe that expectation sort of colored your experience of yeah, it because because I'm like I was so I was like this is the next Marvel thing 
Oh. Right. But it's not. No. Because Marvel, I knew a bunch of stuff going into the movies. Mm. I knew about characters. I had seen, like, you know, these... I'd seen standalone films for the characters that are all coming together to make, like, the movies yeah. that are their version of Suicide Squad. Fair. So it's right. like... I, it's not really a fair comparison, but it's the only comparison I have. I, I guess to me, I just find the characters I know nothing about way more fun than if it's a character I like kind of know the broad strokes of. It's like if they did a Black Canary movie or something, I'd be like, oh, that's that's cool. But like, I, I kind of know what they're going to do. I know how she's going to fit in with characters I know. Whereas, yeah, when it's <laughs> when it's Savant, I've never heard of. And he's <laughs> Michael Rooker in this disgusting wig. I'm like, yeah, where, where are I get? I just, I like movies that take me places I have no idea they're going to go. And this right. movie felt like, it was constantly giving me a surprise. I was constantly on the edge of my seat, like, what's happening? What's going See, on next? What's what's gonna be? And because these characters I have no I I have no previous investment and I have no expectation of like what they do, I I I just had no idea what to expect and I fucking loved that. I think I'm the opposite where I was like, Oh, I like when they just have one character and they keep going more in depth and in depth and in depth mm. about that character. I'm like, I love knowing the backstory of characters, which I think is why mm. back to the MCU. I just like, cause like Iron Man has three movies, has Avengers, Avengers mm-hmm. two, Avengers three. Yeah. So it's like, there's so much stuff building up where I'm like, I know all about this character. Yeah. I, I think that's and definitely, I'm emotionally connected to this <laughs> right. character. That's the whole strength of the MCU is that they spent 10 years building up mm-hmm. these characters and this universe yeah. that we are so so invested in so now anytime they put out a Marvel thing you're like I've been uh, following this TV series for 10 years I'm like, so what, like what I'm is the next it. chess move what, yeah. are they, what pieces yeah. are they but, moving but I'm with you David on this like new character thing where I I feel like that's all DC can do now really yeah. I feel like I'm a, I am excited for the new Batman movie that's coming out next year with Robert Pattinson, as long as his parents don't die in an alley in the like movie, <laughs> yeah, like, once we've more. seen that a million times. And They're like, probably gonna have a quick flashback, hopefully just like as quick as possible, yeah, like a montage or but something. While I am excited for that, I I do think that this probably is the way forward for DC to continue doing these like one-off things. Yeah. Like Joker was cringe at parts, yeah. but I enjoyed it and it was like artful. Yeah, and I think that that's that's the that's the way that um, DC should go. So I was I. But that's also a reason why I was kind of disappointed in this movie because I got really into the new characters they were showing in the <laughs> in the plane. I was like, "Wow, I can't wait to spend yeah. some time <laughs> with these new characters." Flula seems funny. Yeah. Pete Davidson is there. Yeah. Weasel's hilarious. Yeah. Nathan Fillion yeah. playing TDK. Oh my god! And then um, you're like, "What does he do?" And then his arms just float away. <laughs> Detachable boy. And he's not even like they don't do anything good. They're like tapping people's I, hats. That scene. Oh, the I, detachable that kid. That's yeah, what TDK yeah, yeah. stands for. I just figured it out. That scene wasn't even like gory, but it just made me so uncomfortable. Oh my God. Yeah. And they're shooting his arms and he's like, oh, I was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I that was, it. It was, was really uncomfortable. You're laughing, but he's in pain. Yeah, it was, well, yeah. it was funny. They're all dying. I love that. Ways. I love, and I love the title sequence when it's showing all like their bodies and it's kind of like got the text. Uh, and I, I think they did a really I good job with the, the yeah. graphics too. Like, even where it's like five weeks earlier and it's like the sticks on the ground that sh- oh, you come like back. Okay. I, I thought how, it was cool. I thought the graphics were cool. I, however, hated the time jumps they did because mm. the like person who I went back. to the movie with was like, oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, no, see that. that. It was a flash <gasps> forward. No! no! The uh, rat king. For the audio people, the rat fell off the mic. Yeah. It's a mouse. I couldn't find it. Your rat, rat catcher puppet. three. They're the same. Mice are small. First off, that's, Ratus. <laughs> Ratist. Second off, they're not. Okay. I'm sorry. Rats okay. are cute, I gotta say. Yeah. Um agreed. Uh I felt like th- those I feel like the there was so one word I would use to describe this movie if, at some points is cringe. Another r- word is extra. I I believe and extra. And I feel like there are definitely like, 
same. What? No, they're different. You no. literally earlier in this podcast said, I would define cringe as being extra. They're connected concepts. Okay. I'm yeah. not, I'm, they're, I'm yeah. But extra is more like you're doing more than you have to. You're yeah. doing the most. Yeah. And sometimes it, I feel more. like it's got a negative connotation where I'm like, I would have liked this movie to have a bit more restraint. Okay. And I like a crazy romp, you know? Like, uh oh. What a crazy romp uh, it is. It's, we're, getting, we're getting crazy on this thing. I, I like a wild romp where like lots of things are happening and things are chaotic and like yeah. let's go on a crazy adventure. For sure. But I feel like James Gunn, you could really, really tell that the studios just kind of have our hands off sure. on this one. They're just like, James Gunn, you know, this is your comeback thing. Go for it, yeah. you know? And so there are definitely points where I was like, there's just too much. It's too much for me to pay attention to. Like, give me a second to kind of just sit with something sometimes. Yeah. And those weird, like, there are a few points where I couldn't really tell what it was saying. So I was like mm. leaning forward and I was like squinting to try and That's read fair. it. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I like some of it though, like when uh, it's like the shot of Michael Rooker's body in the water, I think, and it says like Warner Brothers out of the blood. That's fine. I was like, that, that stuff's fun. And, that's but okay. yeah. yeah, that but was I, cool. And I think that sort of set for me. I was like, okay, so this is going to be a comic booky movie where yeah. they're doing like artsy fartsy yeah. things. Well, honestly, yeah. this feels like the most comic booky movie I've seen in a while. Like this, you can, I could really see this being like a series of comic books. Like yeah, that the fact that they fight a fucking giant starfish. Yeah, uh, right. that, that like shoots mini starfish out of its armpit. I do like, appreciate oh. that they like addressed the fact that it's so <laughs> comic booky yeah. by having the titles come up being like the Suicide Squad versus Star of the Conqueror. Yeah. And then the next frame is one of the military guys being like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like a giant starfish. Yeah. What? I did I, not like the starfish's armpits. I was uncomfortable. <laughs> it was uncomfortable. Uh, it looked disgusting. I, I totally I mean, agree with you that it's extra, but I guess for me, uh, like, the ex amount of extra was uh, provided this like huge like beam of energy and I was like kind of on a weird wavelength going everywhere and it felt like it was capturing me at all these different ways like both yeah. visually story wise character wise and so like the extraness worked for me uh, I think that I and think like I there's agree. a lot of there's a lot of jokes that don't quite land mm -hmm. but then like it's all moving so much and there's like something else to just like sit in that I kind of moved past it really quick. I think that I agree that like there are, there are elements of the extraness that I really appreciate, like the fact that they went all the way and were just like, you know what, we're doing Starro. It's <laughs> yeah. one of the weirdest. It's one of the weirdest comic adaptations we could yeah. bring into this. But you know, fuck it, we're gonna yeah, do it. It's weird. It. Yeah. He's shooting little tiny starfishes <laughs> out of his armpits. I'm like, that's fine, you know, like that's yeah. super extra. But I'm talking more about kind of like the art direction, mm. where it's like I felt like just too much was happening at any one point and they were really trying to have every single line be a joke unless mm. you know it was one of these like slow down segments where we're like taking a break from the whole story just did to have know? an info dump about a character's backstory did you know that the rat girl had a dad at <laughs> one point yeah and it's taika watiti <laughs> did yeah. you know i needed to know uh, that i i, I like, needed to know that I, I think that it's really interesting to have multiple characters and have different backstories and motivations and character traits for all of them that's a that's the that's a Hallmark of a good story, but the way that they do it is so clumsy. But it's just but info dumps. I feel did like you, did you know if you're the dad character and there's another girl who happens to also have dad issues? You you're surrogate. You're gonna like you're them. Gonna <laughs> gonna I don't know besties. if I disagree with that. I like that scene when they're on the I bus loved talking. It. it was very cute, but it was also very like okay. And like it's Super not like obvious. they spend like 15 minutes on the her dad issues. It's like it's like the it's on her, it pans into a reflection, and then it, she tells a story Bam. in this reflection, and it's like four shots in a reflection, and you get it. I just felt like Mr. it was Mr. Watiti like, does heroin and dies. The yeah. end. Cliche. I, I, you know, it was like, it was like, 
All right, now come with me for a second as we go back in time to 1800s, blah, blah, not 1800s, but you know, <laughs> it, it, it seems kind of like a... Also, I, I like... I guess they're from Portugal. To me, I like the extraness of it because it made it feel less like uh, typical. Because I think you're right. If, mm-hmm. if it had been like, oh, like they're around a campfire and they're like, oh, but the, the why same- are you like this? Well, it's because my dad, you know, and like she goes into it. I felt like because it was told visually very efficiently, I was able to be like, yeah, this is a story that I've seen told, but like yeah. I like it. And the fact that like they cast Taika Waititi, like Taika Waititi is like one of the most in-demand people on the planet. And the fact that they spent the time and money to get yeah. him for this like, Joke? They did that with literally every single one of the famous people at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I love that. It's just like, another it's a, one of the. It's not like that's actors. not an easy thing to do. Like that's a whole like production I mean, you, nightmare. Uh, I get what TDs. You probably got, got enough a bit money. Of time. Easy peasy. He's they put that man on a, couple... on a green screen, gave him a gave him a elastic band and a fake needle, and went. Okay. Go wild. You you try and get Taika Waititi. He shot all, <laughs> yeah, he shot if that I had stuff in a millions day. of dollars yeah. and also the rights to Batman, I yeah. probably could. No, but I can't. You guys are the worst. <laughs> I know. I'm but so I, sorry. I okay, also, I, what I like, I, what I like about this movie in particular, and this is like a meta element, is that uh, James Gunn kind of has like been now the crossover for Marvel and DC, and the fact that so many Marvel actors and creative types are now kind of crossed over into DC. Like the VFX supervisor was a was a Marvel VFX supervisor. The, mm. the composer On was this a, movie. Yeah. Now these Marvel's are all people just gonna that were, get bad. No, I don't think so. The They're are getting the wrong guys. But like Kevin Feige showed up on set and was like pumped and was like, "Hey man, like make the best movie you can and then come make Guardians of the Galaxy 3." And like he they to me I'm like, "Oh, it's cool." And like They're the, like all supportive. Fans fans are always the one that created the division. Like these are all professionals that are like they're, yeah. they're all friends and respect each other. But uh, I, I so like that idea. So you Marvel actors allowed to go to DCU, Ew. even though yeah. we don't like DCU? <laughs> but we're they're the other bad people. Uh, but but they are not our tribe. <laughs> enemy tribe from enemy village. Yeah, they must suck. They <laughs> suck. Uh, no, I mean, I, I want to reiterate yeah. that I think that the fact that DC, uh, DC is heading in this direction but with, with like, hey, let's get this director who has made good stuff before and let's let him loose uh, with a creative vision mm-hmm. and with resources to make what he wants to make or she or they or whatever. Yeah. Like, do do what you want to do and that's cool, you know? I, I'm I'm supportive of that, but I think that the end product in this particular instance instanced yeah. is... Uh, it's extra. I, I think what it's, coming, it's what, what it's coming down to is like, you might be somebody, David, who is more into kind of like extra stuff For where sure. it's like hey the more kind of crazy stuff that's going on not to a limit to, yeah, to a reasonable yeah, yeah. limit like the more you know you want more crazy stuff and i'm kind of one somebody who's a bit more of a fan of like a focused story sure. where it's like um you can tell that there was thought put into crafting a ride and an emotional yeah. and journey for with, people yeah, to there's go not on like a strong unity yeah. yeah it's like i think that there is something to be said for having a a cast of characters and like spending a little bit of time to develop all of them. But that's really kind of a shotgun approach. And what I'm looking for is more of kind of like a deep singular approach Mm. where, you know, you develop other characters a little bit, but we're really focused on, like if there was a bit, that's why one of my main criticisms is Bloodsport. Having that cool setup with his daughter, and we so we understand that there's that relationship and that tension, but then we completely forget about it for the rest of the movie until the very end when she's like, that's my dad. I think... uh, uh well, I, no, I think you're because they bring, it, they bring it back up halfway where well, the they, guy's yeah. like, I have a daughter too. No, but right. I, th- I think They bring it's... it back at the beginning, middle, and the end. <laughs> the I think you just don't middle, care about that rap. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think that's a little bit diminishing because I think like his whole arc is about this like 
like moving past selfishness into heroics. Yes. Uh, and the daughter stuff is just like the signpost. It's like beginning. He's just like a total selfish guy who like has maybe good intentions, but is totally incapable of being a good father. Yeah. And then through this journey, through these people that he's 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 uh, being rubbed up against, he learns to be a hero. And by the end, he is a hero. He decides to like sa- like to risk his life to stop the starfish. Yeah. Um. And so to me. It's not that they abandon it; it's that they're using them. Maybe the, these signposts too far apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. And like, I, I guess you could make the argument that midway, uh, the backstory info dump of Ratcatcher kind of serves as a point for Bloodsport as well to yep. kind of be like, "Hey, uh, this uh, this lady has daddy issues. I'm going to be a support to her or something," yep. and that kind of like gets him into the mindset to be like, "Maybe I can be a father. And Maybe then, I can yeah. be a leader." Yeah, because they've all been so cold to each other up to that point. Then he shoots Peacekeeper. <laughs> I, I through the through the bullet, bam, yeah. right how, in the head. How? Smaller bullet, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty. Did he say bitch? No, oh, I just okay. I had bitched everything. Like smaller bullets. Lib. Smaller bullets. I like how he just has his regular Idris Elba British voice. But he's more like he's more British than usual because he's British, but he's like lower class British accent. In I this think that's one. pretty. I mean, maybe he was doing a bit maybe. more lower class, but I think it's pretty close to his normal yeah. uh, accent. Uh, my one nitpick about the movie is I found it hard to like. Maybe it's just this is a, a symptom of too many characters, but I'm like, what are their powers? And I, I, <laughs> I, I, I had what, to. Rem- what are the thinkers' powers? Uh, he's just smart, I oh, guess. He's just super but smart. Why does his head look like that? Because his <laughs> gen- geneticist, he's, he's modified aug- yeah. his head, augmented his head, I guess. He's got but like electricity. They, did, they didn't. They were like, he can control the starfish. He sucks. Yeah, yeah. The thing and then, is and definitely... then the thing, the starfish breaks free, and suddenly he can't anymore, even though he still has all the stupid ass LED test tubes stuck in his brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm no, not I don't sure. think he can ever. He could never. I don't think. That, did they say he could control the starfish? He said he's the only one who could like, keep it in control. Like they, that, yeah, that but was I think the it's because he could be around. I think it's because like he set up these certain conditions to keep it docile or whatever. But then the Maybe. facility gets destroyed and yeah. like the protections uh, fail. I, this is all kind of like assuming that this happens because like the stuff on his head, I think, is just to like make him smarter. Yeah. If he is so smart, <laughs> why did he get caught in the first place? Exactly. I, I, yeah, he's lame. I, he, I definitely plot don't, hole. I don't plot think hole. he's. If uh, he was so smart, particularly how did he not escape? Um, How does he fit a shirt on his head? <laughs> he pulls it up from the bottom. <laughs> Everything's got a zipper up the side, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a baby shirt. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he is a throwaway villain. I think he was presented to be like the big bad, but it's not really the big about bad him. was Lord Starfish. Well, it's uh, no, it's it's the the selfishness within each of the heroes Starro. is the is the villain. Lord Starfish, and it's their inability to work together is the is the obstacle they have to overcome. Yeah. It's okay. Not, Did you so, know Starfish is a slang for butthole? Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. No, David. I thought that was no, funny. That, that, no, please. That early thing was. Uh, I mean, it felt kind of out of character for Peacemaker's. Uh, no, it didn't. Character. No, Peacemaker's like, he's trying to be. Peacemaker is the kid in school who's like. I'm going to remind the teacher that we had homework due today. Yeah, yeah so I guess so. So he's trying to suck up and be like, do you think that this has anything? It like, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. a giant leap and it totally makes no sense. But he's like, see, but if I ask a question, it proves that I'm invested and was paying attention. I like no, that's the, a good point. Because like they, they each kind of have one line and it, it gives you a little bit of their character. Like, yeah. it just me, like, what, like, what the fuck? It, I'm like, a dumbass. What, yeah, he's like, are these people fucking psycho? And like, Pokemon's like, I know I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like how peacemaker, peacekeeper, peacemaker, peacemaker. It's an active yeah, verb. peacemaker. Yeah, I, I do feel like uh, he was kind of an interesting, like lawful, evil type of guy. Yeah. Where uh, he's like, yeah. I. 
He's not even lawful evil. Well, he's he like wants lawful you, he's neutral. Like liberty. No, yeah. I'll do he's anything. lawful evil. He's literally like, I will fucking murder a village. I will kill your family if it means I can keep peace. Even if it's the not peace, even peace, it's like yeah. liberty. Even if the liberty, peace yeah. is morally incorrect yeah. to yeah. keep. Fucking, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about the fact that they murdered like the whole cap or camp and then get to the end and they find I flag? I thought that was so funny. Yeah. I love it because it was like pretty badass the way they it kill everybody. I wasn't expecting yeah. it, but also I absolutely <laughs> hated the way that the lady reacted where she was like, she didn't even cry. She was like, yeah. she was like, that was that was her entire family. That was the people. The, that was her yeah. army of like the individuals who were trying to free their people. Yeah. And she wasn't even like, oh my god, you you killed everyone. Yeah. She was like, I guess we still have the same goal. So whatever. It's like you yeah. idiots. What? Did, what? Yeah. Come on. That's very. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I like Mamma Mia. I like that. What? I like that scene where they're like, like, why didn't yeah, anyone? Like why didn't anybody tell you? Tell me you were coming. And they're like, uh. Uh, and uh, then it does the hard cut to all the dead bodies and her there. But you're right. The reaction isn't strong enough. It's yeah, just like for sure. a, it's for it's a cut for comedy. It's not a cut for effect. Yeah. And I was like, OK, yeah, cool. So this movie wants to be deep where it's like this girl had a dad who she was so connected to. And the rats kept them warm at night. And he died from uh, like a uh, uh, overdose on heroin. And then it's also like this entire army of people who are trying to make peace for their country and free their people are slaughtered. And the reaction you get is. See, this, that wasn't very nice. That doesn't bother me. I think this is something yeah. that comes when people try to adapt like uh, edgy comics into film. A lot of the times, the tone is really hard to get. Like Watchmen kind of does this, where mm. uh, Watchmen has like these deep characters with deep flaws, and we know about their histories, and we know about tr- trauma that they've experienced, and like uh, you know, um, th- they have deep, deep flaws, and. At the same time, while we're going into this like deep sentimental emotional stuff, there's the blue man with his dick out. <laughs> All of a sudden, blue dick full panel. My favorite. And you're like, movie. what do I do with this? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I don't understand why this is here, but okay, I guess no, I have to work with it. What I was gonna say is they also have sequences where huge amounts of people just get brutally, brutally murdered. Yeah. And uh, it's like, you know, life is tough. Uh, the universe is chaotic. We're gonna show you somebody's <laughs> head exploding in front of your face. And at the same time, we're going to go deep into these like character things. It's not just about like gruesome horror in your face. So that tone comes across better in comics a lot of the time yeah, because you can fair. kind of map onto it what you want to. Yep. But in the but in a movie, there's choices about how long you linger on a character and what the the actor's performance and the music that is accompanying that scene. And yep. I feel like a lot of the time in this instance, I feel like they kind of fail to get the right tone to... I think that's fair. And I think, that. like I said, to me, this feels really comic booky, uh, yeah. And I think I, I can read that as good as bad, good or bad. And I think the whole movie comes across as scrappy mm. uh, in a fun way, but it's also can be, again, it's just like a preference where it's like you could see the kind of disjointedness as bad. But to me, it felt like really earnest in a weird way. Like yeah. I can just, I can see the filmmaker behind this, like, just like, we're going to fucking do it. We're yeah, going to fucking see, do you, it. That's, do you have two scenes you don't know how to connect together? You have you have one scene and another scene. simple, just make someone explode, <laughs> just kill someone randomly. I don't think it's that easy. <laughs> but yeah, it literally it's not is. That, but... They're like the beginning of this movie is literally okay. Th- someone explodes, jump, jump, cut to the other side of the island. Mm. That's no, the... I don't think so. Well, <sighs> what you are you talking about? Also, the opening why scene? did Harley Quinn get put on the team that was supposed to fail? I don't think they were supposed to fail. So they were, but they were the ones that got in sent in first as the distraction. No, but they weren't sent as the distraction. Like they, they just sent two teams in and being, being yeah, like, no, hopefully one is a distraction. No, because no. Pete, it's Pete Davidson sold them out. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind, never mind. I, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
I was like, no, Waller did this on purpose because I hate her. Yeah. What? What's that, sir? I was just going to blame Waller because I don't like her. Oh, and yeah, th- yeah. There might have been an element of that, but I don't think they were supposed to get massacred quite that way. But uh, let's talk about Harley Quinn. Yes, okay. please. I, she's my favorite. She She's definitely like the best thing to come out of the DCEU. Margot Robbie sure. and Harley Quinn, that character is just like, that's born to play that role. Which she's, why she's a really talented actor and she can play other roles really, really well. But like, right. there's something there that's just so special. Which is why they've chosen to milk her as a franchise. <laughs> yeah. Like Birds of, Birds Birds of, of Prey. Prey. And like, she's uh, the only character they really carried for. It was all right. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm saying right. that like she's one of the only good things to come out. So they're like, oh, oh people like Harley Quinn. People like Margot yeah. Robbie is Harley Quinn. So let's do Birds of Prey. Let's well, bring back I, Suicide when you, Squad. When you look at like the pre, like basically as James Gunn got hired, the executives were like, you can do whatever you want, but it'd be really cool if you brought back Margot Robbie yeah, as Harley yeah. Quinn. And oh, he's we're like, gonna put her into the. Um, Justice League, yeah. Justice League, uh, Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut. Was she in it? I don't even remember. Just the very end. You, oh yeah, you guys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't see it? No. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm out Did here I see it? Being like, I've never seen Batman. I've never seen you never Superman. You've seen any Batman? Nope. I don't give a fuck about Batman. Whoa. You should watch like the Nolan trilogy I or something. I care about Flash. Wait, wait, I care wait, about wait. Supergirl. I care about Harley Quinn. Wait a second. You haven't seen any of the nope. Christopher Nolan Batman? No. Tr- the Why Dark Knight I? trilogy? They're literally impossible for me to see with my eyes. I look at them and I'm like, cool, that's a black smudge on the. Oh my God, is that thing? That's Batman. Okay, <laughs> the thing that's moving is Batman. Okay, cool. Wait, wait, where are we? We're in an alleyway again. Madison. Okay. Oh, he's jumping off a roof again. No, I love when he does that. You can't. You, you can't. I love when he throws the batarangs. He's like, Batman. Whoop. You're talking about Batman right now. Yeah. This is like Jesus to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The, the, the original you need to trilogy. Find a new religion. The Dark Knight trilogy is is good. Yeah. It, it, uh, you got to see Batman Begins at the very Ooh. least. Oh, give it a sh- give it a try. Just because you don't know a character doesn't mean you don't. I know uh, Batman. He doesn't not. kill people. Sometimes if you, he does. If you if you were well, see now I don't fucking know Batman. That was the one thing I knew, and yeah, now it's so ruined. Now you you got to no. watch a movie. No, and- now I'm just mad because that was the one thing. If you I had knew. if you had seen so like this the DCEU. If you had seen these 17 movies before this, no, movie, you have to watch no, 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 it. No, no, no. So the DCEU is completely separate from the Dark Knight trilogy. The Dark Knight trilogy happened, and then DC was like. Oh, people so why like, would I want to watch it if it's not even connected to anything? Because it's sometimes, actually good. Yeah, sometimes yeah, but good it's not connected don't... to anything, and it's literally just Batman. I don't care about Batman. Oh my god, this Batman. is the most like Gen Z thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It is not part this of a is... huge universe. No, I don't want to watch it. I like indie films. I didn't know we were going to go here. I love things that aren't part of huge universes. <laughs> I just don't care about Batman. That's fine. The movies are literally so dark; they aren't appealing to but me you, to look at. You, it's like you cool, if I want to watch a black and white film, I go watch Charlie Chaplin. Not like go watch Charlie Chaplin. Not liking not liking Batman is a perfectly valid reason to not be inherently interested in seeing the movie. Sure. But the cool thing about Batman Begins is is that it took Batman, which was like this campy, silly, cheesy thing earlier, and was like, hey, we're going to make it actually a good movie. Re- completely regardless of whether you are familiar with Batman or know anything about Batman yeah. at all, Batman Begins, he's only Batman for like the last quarter of the movie. But the whole movie but is not about Batman. But we're only going to do it in basically black and white. That sounds it's so dark. You not just true. don't know what you're talking about, yeah. Madison. Okay, audience, fine. We also, <laughs> but audience, don't, we don't need like a million comments being like, I can't believe Madison don't watch Batman. Yeah, I was going to say. We don't give us those two. We don't, yeah. If you, if She's you valid in her comments, opinion, I'm I will probably see them be like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But do it for us. Do it for us. Do it for us, no. man. Please, one. One Batman movie. No. Watch the first I quarter. I tried to watch 
like the Dark Knight Rises or something. Ew, that's the bad one. How was I supposed to know? There's like 17 of them. There's literally three. <laughs> it's a trilogy, girl. Okay. Wait, you literally just told this me is... to watch all of them, and then you're like, that's the bad one. Why would I watch them if you're literally admitting one of them is bad? Okay, it's... we didn't mean to go on this big tangent. Sorry, I like Margot Robbie because Harley Quinn is cool. However, <laughs> yeah, we're back in, on Harley however, Quinn. However, in one scene, she literally jumps a fucking story. Oh, she jumps, you mean at the end? Yeah, she like jumps up and I was like, that's really weird. Yeah. And then I was yeah. like, oh shit, wait, are they going to like go into the comic books of how like uh, Poison Ivy like gave her uh, enhanced abilities at one point and Whoa. now she's like immune to toxins? Wow, you're getting into the Harley Quinn lore here. I, I don't even I know about this. I only care about Harley Quinn. She's <laughs> the only character that I'm like emotionally invested in at all. She did have like the javelin, which appears to kind of like confer some sort of magical thing, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, and like I thought that was supposed to be like a relation to comic books. Listen, uh, I saw Suicide Squad, and I think what happened was sorry, the Suicide Squad. I think what happened is TikTok stole my data <laughs> and started recommending me all these videos that are like. Deep dive into the Suicide Squad. Deep dive into the backstory of Harley Quinn. And yeah. I was I was invested because I knew I was gonna be on this podcast. So I was like, I I gotta. I better bring something to the yeah, table because I've never fucking seen Batman. Well, I, yeah. I, <laughs> well, Batman is Batman has nothing to do with this movie. Yeah, we're gonna ban Batman oh, from this podcast. Okay, no more Good. Batman. Uh, I love that this to me felt like the first movie Harley Quinn has. Like there is no Joker shadow. It's just mm. that's Harley Quinn. There is like who fucking gives a shit about Joker? Oh my god! They they removed the so like her thing used to say property of Joker, and yep. in this movie it says property of no one. And I was like, fuck yeah, fuck oh, yeah! Nice. And then also there was like one other tattoo that was like weird. Yeah, that just completely is gone now. Oh, da uh, damage. Damage. No, think. that's the Joker one. I wrote down. It's, I wrote it yeah. down in my notes. It's I, one of those. To whatever. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah, it's funny when the first the the Suicide Squad that's gonna get wiped out is introduced and I'm like I don't know any of these people but then she's introduduced I like almost had a sitcom like yeah clapping <laughs> like, yeah it's Harley like, Quinn it's like Kramer boat busting yeah, into boom, the apartment boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for sure uh, and she's just I, I think they do a really good job with her where she's so unpredictable at all the time but it's so consistent in how she behaves like when she shoots the general after having sex with him I'm like yep that's Harley Quinn yeah she's like I'm so sorry R rest in peace that monster between your legs so, so <laughs> I was like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He has a massive yeah. DC's That's going the there now. They're not yeah. afraid. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, like that whole aside with her and the and the president, um, just felt really. I don't know. I was just kind of like, what are we doing here? It's like a, it was supposed to solidify, like, hey, Harley Quinn, birds of prey happened. Harley Quinn yeah. is now a changed person, and she's like. Oh, see, I didn't Mr. see Birds J, of Prey. Mr. J, if I see anyone doing bad thoughts, bad things, I'm gonna fucking kill them. That's Yo, pretty good. They burn. Press. That was pretty good. They do kill too many birds in this movie. When they said that, uh, <laughs> the voice actor said aviary. it was okay. It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. That when they said that aviary and fire, I was like, that was unnecessary. I know. I, was I legitimately had to plug my ears. I nearly cried at that. Yeah, well, it was fine. And that, and that's not even just because I'm attached to birds. I was yep. just like, this is such an unnecessary. Yep. I, 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 it felt, it felt uh, forced to me. It felt like I Why? saw the the screenwriter because. The reason no, they no, do no. it. No, no, I'm saying like I'm saying like why did they do it? The, why? the reason they just no hate the, the general. Yeah, so like killing animals is one of the most easy ways to yep. get an audience to dislike a character, and so what they did is you yep. know you a lot of the time is a dog, yeah. somebody will kick a dog or something, and that's how yep. you know. To me, bad. when Michael Rooker's character when Savant does it, it felt like it worked really well in that sequence where you're like, like you're he's presented to you as the main character, the eyes you're seeing this whole sequence from, and so like they get you to hate him, and then like. Then you're attached to him and you're kind of like, I don't want to be attached to this motherfucker. And so yeah. it works for this dark tone. And then it comes back and they, the bird's eating him. 
But yeah, that time felt very screenwritery. Like, watch us make yeah. you hate this. I'm person. like, oh, this is the tone promise. Yeah, I was not into that. <laughs> but yeah, back to Harley Quinn. Um, that escape sequence when she escapes that thing, and like the other people are trying to like planning the rescue, and like the the blood sport is doing that weird like sneaky walk across the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, they literally look down an alleyway and go, "There's a taxi with two fucking people in it," and they didn't even notice. Like they looked, they're sneaking by the alleyway. They look down the alleyway to make sure no one's there. Harley Quinn is currently sitting well, in the she's taxi. In the back. There's a taxi driver there still. Yeah. They're just like no. I, I believe that. I believe, I believe that. that. But her actual escape sequence, I love the way that it shot. Oh. I thought it was so dynamic, so fun. Yeah. And like when she gets like angry and the flowers start appearing, like yeah. I just like felt something. And I, it, it could be. It, it was exciting. Was like, yeah, it was like border. Yeah, for sure. It was borderline like. I could see that being cheesy and being like, ugh. But I, I was like, yeah, girl, fucking I, kill them all. I will say that, like... I love the javelin. Yeah, it was I got, sick. I, I bordered on feeling something when the flowers and stuff started yeah. appearing. I was kind of like, this is a cool stylistic choice, but I think I was seeing it more as, like... It also uh, didn't really fit because it didn't happen, like, at any other point in the yeah, movie. Yeah, it just kind of like, felt like... It was like, here's this one random scene where there's cartoon things appearing, right. but it doesn't happen anywhere else. The only other thing that's even, like, comic booky is... The one, the title sequence where they're yeah. fighting Starro, and then the the like weird things where it's like like the t- the mid title yeah, like fire, but that's spelling out a title. Yeah, or the yeah, blood yeah. in the water spelling I out a title. It's because I, she's I, like I, to me, what it was signaled was that she was drawing like deep from her well, and right. like that was like a really powerful moment for her, where it's like. It, it, this is Harley Quinn, and I'm yeah. fighting for my life. I will say that like what I what, what I was going to say is that life, she could have just jumped out a window. I don't think so. I mean, like, it's Harley like Quinn, though. She's going crazy. She could have jumped out a window and been fine. She could have, but yeah. but then we wouldn't have a really cool action sequence. Yeah. yeah, but then she wouldn't have had to pull from her deep well. Yeah, well, but that's fine. I want to watch her pull that's from her fine. deep well. There's a little bit of, uh, you know, um, what do you call that? Showmanship that yeah, you sure. that you want to see in a movie. Yep. And I will say that, like, uh, that's my probably my favorite part of the movie is her escaping yep. from the fr- and going through like just fighting everybody. Yeah, even like the, I, when she has the door I and she gets the, gets the guy caught in the door and yeah, breaks it and then smashes his face. Oh, and she just keeps doing. Yeah, it. I was like, yeah, I girl, love the part him. where she just she's like, I'm yep, I'm asleep, I'm knocked out, and then you, it's just the scene of her going, yeah, and like slowly opening her eyes. Yeah, apparently Margot like, Robbie actually did the the picking up the key with her toe and getting wow. it up there. Oh yeah, I, wiki I saw feet, the- wiki feet, wiki feet. <laughs> Is that a thing? If I don't see Margot Robbie's toe on WikiFeet, what the heck is Wiki WikiFeet? Wiki, you can look up any famous person, and if their feet have appeared somewhere, uh, it's on WikiFeet. I'm good. No, I'm no, good. I'm not going to look no, it up. Margot no, Robbie's toes are. I'm sure on there. they're. What the hell? Yeah, she's a very beautiful also, woman. I'm I, sure I, there's I, a lot. I love, how, with our I love how that's something that they had to point out that she did. She actually, yeah, she actually picked up the keys with her feet. That's well, hard. In, that's one take, in one take, thing in one to take, do. yeah, it's like she actually like just did it, like whoop. Yeah, they only oh. filmed it once, and no, James I'm Gunn just, was like, yeah. "Oh wait, you mean <laughs> no, they she did. picked it up? Oh, she what? Got, they just filmed it once. I, saw, I just assumed that she, she was wait, able and to she do picked it. it up and she, she wait, she, oh never mind. I forgot that she like unlocked a thing yeah. with her feet. Yeah, just picking it up would. No, be I saw a little bit of an interview with James Gunn where he was like, "Yeah, we were on set, and she just like picked it up with her feet and did it in one go." And I was like. All right, yeah. sweet. I want, I want Margot Robbie to beat the shit out of me. Oh my god, yes. What the hell? I just want her to. I, Let's if that be real. Is, if that is Stop. the only way I get to meet her, I would let her oh, beat me okay. up. Disrespect She's me. so cool. Disrespect me, Harley. Quinn. Okay, no, now I understand why what I said has. Step a weird on me, part. queen. No, step on me with your key lock picking toes. With your skillful yeah, yeah, yeah. toes. Pick my nose with your feet. Oh my gosh. Okay, so it was a great action scene. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah. I love when those... the general died. That was way different. That was way later in the movie. That was Oh, when he's got the starfish on his face? 
Yeah, wait, how did he die? He got a starfish. He's, yeah, but he then they all stand up. He, but no, but yeah, but they're a, all dead. But yeah, they we, go over the oh, right. thing yeah. where if you even try to remove the starfish, your face is just yeah, you're, right, you're right. already dead like, once the, the starfish. The tentacles going your eyes and up your nose. Yeah, yeah, I was a little confused because they're trying to save the population, but then later Bloodsport like kills a bunch of the civilians who have starfishes. Yeah, because there's no way to remove. But I'm them. like, oh right, they're dead or yeah. whatever. They're like yeah. their brains are like their brains get. Yeah. Slurped instantly. What, what did you guys think of? Because like you mentioned in the um, the synopsis, but when Harley Quinn pierces the eye and is swimming through the eye Gross. and is kind of celestial looking, yeah, yeah, uh, and I, I, I thought it was open. a really cool, yeah. Oh god! Every time a character has her has their eyes open, like swimming in yeah. something that is not sanitary, I'm yeah. just like, ah! yeah. I would have vomited. I don't. Understand. I liked the shot. I don't understand. She and then she like crawls out of the eye. Well, and then the rats come and start eating it, and you're like, oh. I oh. thought that this movie was going to end with the rat girl like being like I'm not just like my father's second in I'm command. I'm not just and, a rat girl. Yeah, and she was going to like I'm a squirrel girl. No, 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 no. I thought it was going to be That's how they squirrel was, girl. Yeah, exactly. I thought isn't that that's a Marvel character. Squirrel girl is a Marvel character. Really I is. thought uh it was going to be like she she has a moment where she's like I'm not just like rat catcher too. and she uses her stupid magic wand. Her PS move controller for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it looks she like. uses yes. her Wii remote with a strap on yeah. oh. and uh, sorry like one of the Wii remote connecting things yeah, yeah, and yeah. I thought she was gonna like somehow change it to be able to control the little starfish I thought that was how the uh, movie well, they, I thought they were kind of pointing at that mm. that she was gonna be able to control yeah really? I thought I thought, I thought it was gonna be something where it was like a twist where it's like she does something and can now control these little starfish mm-hmm. I feel like and she be controls easy. the population, and then yeah. the population rips the big. I will say apart. she was my least favorite character of the main bunch. Really, shark she, was my least favorite. I liked the shark. I felt I thought, it. I, I thought the shark him. was stupid, I annoying, and boring. Ratcatcher and sharks like a little friendship I liked dynamic. That. It wasn't boring. Well, I, just, I, I liked her more than I expected at the beginning because I was like, oh, well, I guess what is she? And she, they kind of present her a little bit like the witch in the previous one, where it's just like, oh, like mysterious, quiet person. But it wasn't they a mysterious, do give quiet person. It was. Lazy person who doesn't want to get out of bed. Wait. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a really weird. weird I didn't like it. It was so weird. Yeah, it I was like it. I because th- she's I supposed to be like a young adult or a teenager. Yeah. Well, she's a millennial. And they were, yeah, yeah. And they were just like they were just like oh she doesn't <laughs> want to get out of bed. That was weird. <laughs> what a it, dumbass. It didn't really seem like, kind of forced so they could have the millennials joke. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And I was like wait. Well, it never comes back. It's never like it never her does. laziness. Yeah it does. Inf- what? what do you mean? She, in the forest she's like I, I have a deep sleep. So was that thing just to set up her getting eaten by a shark? Oh yeah, when he's got her in her like almost and her in, her in mouth. his mouth. That was a weird sequence so, too. So for yeah, I, where I, she's I, like he wouldn't eat me. I, every literally every single person in this camp is going. The shark tried to eat you, and she's like, "Yeah, but he wouldn't eat." Honestly, me. that all played okay, okay to me because, uh, like, uh, I didn't like. I mean, okay, and it, the way that she's set up and where she ends up is completely different. But I think that halfway through and starting around the the shark almost eating her bit, uh, she she's more endearing to me because Fair. we understand more that she's sort of like, um, she's a bad guy or whatever. She she's she's more like. She's a bad guy because her dad was a bad guy, I guess. Uh, 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 he stole things, I, I guess. That was the big thing. Yeah, she but, was poor. But really, she's this sensitive, damaged uh, person, who, sensitive person yeah. who is like looking for humanity and uh, people where you would never expect it, like she's a giant a shark. shark. That's fair. Yeah. And so it was like a cool little arc for her. Yeah. I really to like go her. From, uh, to go from like, you know, I'm 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 by myself in this prison. I uh, don't know what I'm about to like, 
oh, this is a family and we're like trying to make That's it work. Fair. I do really like where they where they take her. I think yeah. you're right. But it's definitely confusing in the first bit. The yeah, first like, like quarter with her is like, who are you? Why do we care? Yeah. yeah. Apparently this movie is a lot longer and that maybe that some of those questions are answered. Apparently like the Harley Quinn bit when she's with the president, apparently that's like way, 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 way longer. Yeah. And they cut a whole bunch of it. And I'm glad they did because it already feels kind of like a side I feel like it had enough Over to sort of happen. Yeah. Can we stop making this movie these, was like, over two hours how long was this one it was two, two hours and ten minutes it, it didn't feel slow to me uh like there maybe you could cut a few random things like a few of the extra things but i think i, I didn't think feel I, like i felt like it moved i feel like there were too many things that they had to like explain they couldn't have cut anything i wouldn't have understood okay. i already didn't understand i would not have understood more <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. i didn't i didn't feel bored but i definitely uh like because there was so much happening i was just kind of like Okay, it's this thing, and then another thing, and then it was like, okay, so it, it's got me sort of like entertained, quote unquote, but it's not like the good type of entertained. It it's was like, just over It's like watching flashing time. lights yeah. and you don't look away. It is stimulating. It's overstimulating. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool, Thing, things are happening, and I'm I'm not bored, yeah. but also like- I don't want to be well, here's here the anymore. Difference. My, yeah. Here's the difference. My ADD isn't medicated, so to me, I need the stimulation. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't medicated when I <laughs> oh, saw this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like- Where's Harley Quinn? I just <laughs> like her. She's go back so to Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We should go into hit picks and nitpicks now, I think, at this point. Because uh, I have some. My my one nitpick is just like, I didn't really get the, I already talked about it, like the powers. And then, I know they address it, but the fact that uh, Peacekeeper or Peacemaker and Bloodsport have basically the same powers, but like Bloodsport, I guess, has like sci-fi-ness to his powers. But yeah, they're just like well, I, good yeah. shots that are a bit stronger than normal people. Yeah, he's got those like Lego guns. Yeah, it's like they're cool, <laughs> but it's like, okay. Yeah, it was really annoying to me that we spend so much time on Bloodsport, Rick Flag, and Peacemaker when they're all just like army dudes. The same yeah. uh, male army dudes. Are, are any of them like super serum enhanced or anything? No, or are they I don't just think so. no, they're just guys. And especially like we had a scene where, where they, he... they all get captured and they're in the truck. And I'm like, I was so bored that whole time on the highway. Oh, and also, yeah. Also, that was another bit. This is a nitpick with the music where it's like, okay, they got captured. They're in the armored car. Let's play this loud, crazy. Um, it's, it's It was kind of like a post-rock uh, uh, thing going on. It was a loud song, obnoxious yeah. song. And it's and it's and then we go inside the car and it's muted as if they're listening to it in the car and I'm like wait what they would never these guys this. on Corto Maltese are listening to this like grunge American music and then they go into the cab and it's like yeah they are listening I'm like what well you but, well, it just takes away it, from the scene it takes sure. away from the drama so many times when it's just like they could totally be listening to that music because. They were the military people, and we learned that the military was actually like the Americans. No, no, no. The Ameri- the military wasn't the Americans. The Americans were funding the research. That's mm. different. Totally sent. Okay. <laughs> the guy driving mix, that they truck. They sent mixtapes yeah, too. Yeah. They sent, they here's sent your here's mixtapes. your monthly stipend, but also here's the music. <laughs> Why but also, you have to listen. That's my to... American accent. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> because the Americans are actually being funded by, by the Russia. Russians. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Conspiracy theory. But how do you guys feel? Like, oh, give me another. Let's go finish hit picks and hit picks. Yeah, I would yeah, like yeah. to change my rating of the movie. Oh, 10 out of oh 10. no, to lower. Five out of ten. Yeah, I knew it. Damn it. Sorry. That's fine. You do what you do. You. No, five, five, five point five. I'm gonna raise mine to eight point five to balance it out. No, eight. Eight's um, eight. I'm lowering mine to zero. <laughs> You can't um, raise yours higher than that. Um, one nitpick that we kind of already touched on is that, like, I really like how we had sort of an arc and a character motivation and and uh, for Polka Dot Man, but mm-hmm. the info dumps we already talked yeah, about. Yeah, it's a fair bit of info dumps. The info dumps are just like find a. That's especially always going to be an issue with these movies, though, because like there, well, there isn't a way to take 
five characters or more and be like, no one knows these characters. It's not Iron Man where you go into Avengers and you know okay, so he's Iron Man. The way you do it is instead of going into these like long flashbacks with like Ratcatcher, instead of panning over to the window, now we're going into a montage Ooh. flashback thing, you just have her say, my dad did this thing and he tried to care for us, but in the end they killed, uh, he, he died or whatever. Minimalist would One like sentence. That. One sentence, and we get to, wow and the emotion I feel from that one sentence, okay. Riley. I would spend some oh, time. Oh, I'm so connected. A good writer can spend a little bit of time and make you care. Give us the details. We um, don't need to spend a lot of. Uh, this is a this is a mistake. I think a lot of come writers back to make. me in a week with one sentence that spells out that entire scene. I'm not and going makes to do it, feel. but people can do it. <laughs> okay, you can get a little bit of backstory from people and like looks between actors, performances. Instead of relying on these overproduced, yeah. long sequences. Instead of instead of being like an actual movie where they're like, let's have some really good scenes where it's like actors just acting. They right. were like, we'll have some flashbacks where they spell everything out for you. And then yes. we will show you someone getting shot in the fucking head. Yeah. Woo. So the Polka Dot Man one wasn't too bad because it was pretty short. I don't understand. Short, so but his mom did, is everywhere. It is, really felt is, out of place. Is his mm. mom God? What is happening? No, no, I think he's a, just. His mom is a scientist. And he's got fucked with his head. Yeah, because, he's got issues. Yeah. So he 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 is now like uh, okay, obsessed no. with his mom. Right. And sees I her thought everywhere. his mom like turned into an omnipotent yeah. being. I, no, 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 I don't. No. I don't disagree with you. I think that they could be more efficient and more simple with some of their presentation. But I think in a movie like this, that like for better for worse is really extra. Like to me, it fits. Like the yeah, like weird does. extra shit. Like it all. I I'm there for it, and I'm like I want as much James Gunn as possible. And so I, I like it, but I, I think you're right. And like a, maybe like a quote unquote better movie, it would just be like tighter and like you could give a line or two. You know where I can, how I can see it working is if they uh, differentiate these sequences where they start, it's like, it's like every time they have one of those weird um, title sequences that where like a words are made out of branches or whatever. Sure, yeah. Every time they have that, it's like a new uh, comic book section or whatever. Like, or a new issue of a, yeah. of a comic book. And if they did more of a separation between the the segments, yeah, maybe fair. I would like accept it a bit more and, and treat each section as sort of a self-contained story. Like we saw in The Green Knight. The Green yeah. Knight was like very distinctly set up into these five segments. And um, if they did that with this movie, I think I might accept that a little bit I think more. That's fair. This, yeah, this movie is not streamlined. It's It's scrappy. Yeah, uh, it's very scrappy. It's very scrappy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like, it's for better or for worse. Okay, Flag goes and just rips a hard drive out of the server. It's like, that this is the data. Weird. It's literally, <laughs> it's dumb. this big. I'm like, I just spat everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, 30, that happened and I was like. 30 years uh, of research. I happened to work at a tech company. Yeah. That's not how that fucking works. I can understand non-computer people being like, that's the, that's that's the hard, hard drive. drive. Also, why is that hard just, drive literally? Okay, so if that's everything, there. why is it sitting outside uncontained? Absolutely like no security in this one room. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like. And also, it's a oh. whole server bank, and he gets one hard drive yeah. out, and that's the data. Yeah, that was dumb. Uh, and they were they they threw it around so many times. It's like the discs in that thing it's are done. Yeah. done. Um, I'm sorry, that was not an SSD. That was a disk drive. You were <laughs> fucked. Yeah, yeah, guys, it's a disk drive. Um, Waller, the, you don't even have to worry about that leverage. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. Waller's like, oh, you have leverage. It was a hard drive, you idiot. And you you dropped it multiple times. What did just peace broken. It peace? I I wondered why peace uh, keeper or peacemaker didn't just destroy it. Like why he went after right. Joel like instead of just like maybe he it. needed the evidence. I don't know because it's a movie. Yeah. Fair. Um. My other nitpick 
uh, was like the rain and the the cover. Like the they're using it's sunny what? and it's raining it, at just that moment, and they're like we're using this as cover. And so the soldiers are like, huh, I can't see anything. I can't see a few feet in front of me because it's raining and sunny at the same time all of a sudden real quick. Yeah. And then like they like they just come out of nowhere as if it's dark. Yeah, and it's, no, that's not how that works. It's like that's yeah. not how that works. It was and it was quite literally instantly. Yeah. yeah. Someone someone just went flick. There are like and this like, is yeah, this is one of these moments where I feel it it really, really feels like the producers of this movie were like this is a cool visual thing we can do, so let's find a way to work it in there. Yeah, but it's just like it feels contrived. The moments between like this being a lovey dovey, I want a heartfelt moment movie to gore was like someone had their finger on a light switch and was going <laughs> trying to figure out what it what it did. Yeah, yeah. Just like, 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 if I keep flicking it, maybe it'll fix I, itself. To me, that's just like that kind of movie of like that's like the rated R comedy movie where it's. If you're in tune with what they're going for, it works and it's not distracting. But like I've definitely watched that kind of movie where it's like really gory but also has a heart. And I used to find them really disparate parts and I, I had a hard time connecting them. But the more I watched that kind of movie, the more I just like it connects and it works and it's fine. Yeah. Like I like rated R superhero movies. Like they're I'd say on the whole, like there's there a lot like of them that I really like. No, there's more. Like Logan's awesome, Suicide Squad. This Suicide Squad, Kick, it, kick it, Ass, Deadpool, oh, Watchmen, yeah, Blade Two. Four. Like it, they can. It's doable. It's doable. Yeah. Uh, and like, th- it's. I'm really bummed that this one isn't doing well in in theaters. Like, it's, it's not. No, it's it's underperforming. They, because of COVID, it was expected to not do super well, but it was expected to be like thirty to forty million in the U.S. Well, and it did twenty six. At least none of the actors are suing them because they. Yeah. <laughs> they they did, they did release it on HBO, HBO Max simultaneously, oh. but that was part of the deal, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they, sense, they, they probably don't have that bonus. COVID. Yeah, and they probably don't have the bonus structure. I think it's the bonus structure that that differentiates it. Yeah, but right. uh, yeah, it it did really well on some streaming service that had it. It's like the uh, other than Mortal Kombat, it's the most successful day and date streaming release. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. It was pretty popular, I guess. I'm but just- I, I, it sucks that the first one was such a piece of shit and did so well, whereas this one's like, like maybe you don't love it, but like it's better. Yeah, uh, it's better than the first and one. Yeah, but the first one people went to after they found out it was a piece of shit because they were like, I'm going to make fun of this movie and I want to go see how bad it is. It so it was like this watching. shock. It was, yeah, it was hate watching. That's it was fair. The shock I watched, I hate watched it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. it when it was in like a $2 movie theater. I don't even know why or when I watched that, but I guess I did at some point. Hate Riley just it. never actually did. You just want to know what happened. Trailer. I think and that was it. I, I was like just that, curious. That movie is absolute trash, but it's, interesting to watch to try and like piece together how it co- like was cobbled that was a point at which the dceu wasn't 100 percent dead but yep. it was like ooh, they, they're trying to turn it around hopefully they can oh suicide squad that's a little different yeah. that's yeah. not they're they're not like trying to bank on the superman or batman popularity well, i've seen some really, maybe it's cool i saw a really great thing where it was like showing the different versions of the suicide squad logo throughout the trailers and the first lo- the first trailer was like brown and gray and that then like the next one there's like a pop of color and the next one's like full color and like they kept trying to like they they figured out that's what people want is like the crazy color fun yeah, yeah. movie and then they Harley just Quinn rejiggered fire. the whole yeah the Harley Quinn stuff and they rejiggered the whole movie put like that trailer with Bohemian Rhapsody on and everyone's like 
oh, maybe I do want to see this movie. But like the movie was like a dark, violent, like oh gritty movie. The, and they just the original where they have the fight sequence where it's ballroom blitz. Yeah. That's what I mean when I said I didn't like the music in this one. It's like nothing stuck out where yeah, I was like, they, that was such a good sequence and the and the music really enhanced my watching of it. It really made me like want to go listen to right. just that song. And I, and think, like, I think that's maybe, that's a, probably a huge part of it. Like honestly, if the music was better in this, I might have liked it a lot more. That's yeah. fair. Because Guardian, Guardians uses this, this like iconic music and yeah. from the 70s, We've heard a lot of it. Yep. If they used Ballroom Blitz, if they used Bohemian Rhapsody in this one, I mean, it would have fit better. And I Who obviously, knows? I obviously hate being like rely on old, really popular songs to make your thing better. But it's like if they fit well and it legitimately just enhances my viewing experience of a fight sequence. It's like yeah. maybe swap out your annoying heavy metal drums. Oh my god! For literally anything else, it's so. Annoying. I would take it's mumble ho- rap over this. Ew. <laughs> It's hard I, though. I agree. It's hard though, like, cause like you want to pick songs that are popular and people know, but you also want to pick songs that are like personal to you. And it's to me like a good indicator of like how it's fuck hard. What's personal to you? I do. Uh, Madison, I do that's not Gunn. very nice. James yeah. Gunn, if you're watching this, He's no, not. don't be mean. Don't be I'm not gonna be mean to you because like I, I think you're cool. <laughs> James Gunn, come on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you should come on the podcast. Uh, and I will actually probably cry. I but... like being the reasonable one. This is nice. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, like, no, I'm a hater often. Obviously, if you're a director, you're inputting your own, like, personal opinion Mm -hmm. into a thing that's literally your job, and if you're not doing that, you're probably not a good director. But if the entire thing is literally just, like, I chose this song because it spoke to me. I don't think it's It's like, like I don't care if it spoke to you. If it doesn't fit and it doesn't enhance my viewing. To me, I think an interesting case study is Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, to me, an interesting case study is the Guardians 1 soundtrack versus the Guardians 2 soundtrack. And I think the Guardians 1 soundtrack is more iconic. It's more tightly integrated into the plot. And it's more popular songs that everyone knows. But I think I like the second one more because it's like, it's a little more thought out. And it's mm. like, kind of like, it's just not as obvious. Like some of the songs in the first a one. A single song from the second one. Well, yeah, because, yeah, I know. There's, it's there's, fine. There's definitely something to be said for using uh, non-played out music, yeah. right? And yeah. I think that's kind of what you're getting at. Yeah. And, uh, but I think that like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword where it's for like, sure. you might want to... Uh, Steer away from like the well-trodden path, yeah. but at the same time, you know that's gonna, that's going to appeal to less people. Um, and I think that it's it's a hard balance to walk to walk with these kind of movies where it is designed for mass appeal, but at the same time, it's like James Gunn coming in here with complete contra- creative yeah. control, being like, "I'm just going to put everything in this movie, mm-hmm. absolutely everything." And like, if I'm being honest, uh, I mean, like having the Folsom City, like Folsom Prison Blues, is like that's like okay. If you Google like songs about prison, that's going to be number one. And then it's like, we're doing a sequence in prison. And it's like, that's another thing. (laughs) A lot of movies will have like sequences where there'll be music in the background. I'll be like, oh, like I actually really like how this music fits with this. And I want to look this music up now. Hmm. Not a single song in this movie. I was like, oh, I really like that song. I think that's fair. Mm. I, I I don't like particularly which, love the soundtrack. Really it didn't, like it didn't rub me movie, nearly so. as bad as it rubbed you guys, I guess. No. I think it was just like I was sitting there enjoying it, things, sort of, and then like this obnoxious music comes in. It's like, and I was just like, wait until your kid gets older. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have so he's, much fun. He's going to be listening to some crazy. I don't even know what music's going to be then. It's literally just going to be like beeping noises. There is no, no, there is no. I'm going to be music. a cool dad. I'm going to be like, wow, I love your music, son. All new music Let's go is to this just concert based together. on something that already exists. There's no, no new genres no, there's anymore. There's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Get to our age and then you can say that, Madison. Yeah. We've seen everything. Yeah. 30 years old. That's you. all you need to see it all on the earth. <laughs> yeah. That's depressing. 
<laughs> just like this movie. And with this that, wasn't we're going to end this episode. Bye. Yes. That was how, fun. How do you end? How do you end Don't it? forget well, to come back next week when for... Free Guy. That movie. Ah, yes. That movie. Oh, I'm excited. I love that oh, movie. I'm and not going to be here, but I love that movie, yeah, too. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, subscribe. Do we say any of that? Yeah. We don't. Hey, guys. If you guys want to email us, go oh, to go. hello at carpalcritics.ca. Hello at carpalcritics.ca. Yeah. Or our Twitter at carpalcritics. Or... Just send us cash. <laughs> hey just, just straight money payments. Just straight money is, uh, accepted uh, as well. Make Checks sure you made hit that cash. subscribe button. Yeah, that their, light button. Mm -hmm. All Smash them. Any button you see in front of you, usually just no, press it. No, not the one idea. that has the thumb pointing down, though. I just don't, my notes. Don't press the button to go to WikiFeed. <laughs> don't, don't. Or do. Don't. All right. Good, see you goodbye. later. Love you.